Hello, this is Hashtag There's a Word Podcast. This is your Reverend Edwina Perrin, founder and CEO of Divine God Ministries. And Divine God Ministries is a global ministry empowered to teach believers how to strengthen their prayer life and fill their spiritual arsenal with scriptures and prayers to combat the enemy. We thank you so much for joining us on Hashtag There is a Word Podcast. Um, today's podcast is going to be about what's your motives for ministry. Um, last week I did a Bible study on what's your motives and I came out of Numbers the 16th um, chapter. And in that chapter we have Korah and all his associates. They call themselves um, pretending that they wanted to be a priest to to do these things and to do the right thing and that they wanted to be priests um, and to to serve in the, in the tabernacle to do all these different things. But their motives were not right. Their motives were not pure. Their motives were not clean. Um, so God appointed Aaron, um, Aaron to... Um, to to be over this uh and so they their motives were cora and his associate motives they were just doing it for the prestige for themselves they were doing it for the power for themselves it had nothing to do with god they did not want to um do it for god and now cora is a levite and he's actually a cousin of moses um, and if you go study this, when you get a chance, um, go study this right here. So they wanted to, you know, have this higher role. Well, Korah have, have made this appeal to the Reubenites because you're the descendants of Jacob's firstborn. You should have a higher role in Israel than Moses has given you. Um, and he, he just wants the preeminence for himself. We're organized, they were going to organize a group to confront him and his arrogant brother. And so, you know, they got their clique together, and so to say. So to say. So they got their clique together to come do all this. Uh, and also, John and Cora and the sons of Reuben were 250 leaders in the congregation, chosen in the assembly, men and, and that were known. So if you read number 16 chapter and second verse, you'll read all this. Um, so this was just not a few complainers. This was not just a few complainers. It was this was large, and it was a large organized rebellion move made up of top leaders, all because they wanted to be prestigious and want this power, and and, and they wanted all these accolades. And so, if this went on back in the Bible days, okay. This is in the biblical times. Think about what we have now. We have so many people that if their name is misspelled, they want the program to be redone. If they're not the one that's leading the prayer ministry, they get upset. If they're not the one that's on the, uh, at the pastor's anniversary, if they don't get to preach the pastor's anniversary, they don't attend. If they, if it's not their conference, they want to, they won't support you. Or if you didn't ask them to be a part of the conference, they get in their feelings. So I taught this Bible study last Tuesday and you can catch it on YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel, which is Divided God Ministries, uh, YouTube channel. And I talked about it. 
this? What are your motives? And it's so many people that have arrogance, but no anointing. So many people that got the pious attitude, but no power. So many people that want the prestigious uh, uh, accolades, but don't have a prayer life. Come on, somebody. And it's it's confusing to people. It's confusing to this young generation because they look at us like, okay, you know, um, this is what church is all about. This is what worship is all about. This is what serving God. You know, we we have so many people that belittle people because they don't have a 10,000 people congregation. You know, they like, oh, you just a little pastor. You, you, you pastor a little church. You know, you have to watch people with those adjectives, little church, little this. Um, and I'm gonna go here as a female, as a female in the ministry. It's, it, it, it behooves me that we worried about our makeup, our earrings, our ensemble, our, uh, we're worried about so many other things. Are we worried about God showing up? You know, I got to get my hair. I got to get my makeup on. I, there have been times that God stripped me and said, no makeup before you preach. Okay. I'm just going to go here. One time I remember I was getting ready to put on my makeup and get ready to powder my face. And God said, no, take the mask off. I need you to be real and authentic. And the problem that we have in the churches now is people are looking for authenticity. Authenticity. I'm not going to even edit this. Um, I have braces on. So um, sometimes I can't get my words. I, I'm not going to even edit this because I want this to be raw and real. But anyway, some people, people are looking for you to be authentic. People are looking for you to be real. People are, they need to see the real you. And so many of us got these masks and we're walking around here. Um, we worried about our ensemble before we even preach. We got a women's conference and you go and change five times before you get out on the platform, you got to let everybody know you got a black dress, the, the purple dress, you got this heel and you got this. And is it, you know, are, are we coming for a fashion show? Or are we coming to draw lives to Christ? And, and it's time out for that. It is time out for of the lack of humility. And we tend to, you know, we worried about all these different things. Um, you know, my heels got to be this way. Now, let me stop here. I'm not saying that you need to look any kind of way. I do believe in your appearance is presentable. But when you become to focus on your outfit, your wardrobe, your earrings, your, you know, my face got to be beat. And when we come to do that, then we're leaving God out. We're not concerned. Um we're not con um, concerned with him when we're worried about this. I've been checked so many times by God. If I have to go preach somewhere and, and I start to say, well, let me get this outfit. Let me get this jersey. And God has convicted me so much with that. Um, and I'm, I'm to a stage in my life that, you know, I, I now say, God, what would you have me to wear? Because the Bible say in everything, pray. Even when I'm going to preach, make sure it's not to this. I don't want to be, I don't want my wardrobe to be louder than God's word that's coming out my mouth. I don't want my earrings to be a distraction to the point that they're looking at my at my earrings more than they're listening to me say the word. Come on, somebody. 
And I, I, I talk about this on this podcast because it's real. I'm not gonna edit this, even the blo- the, 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 the bloopers and any of that. I'm not gonna edit that because people wanna see the authentic Revenue Duita period. People don't wanna see a show. They don't wanna see all these different things. They don't wanna see that. People need God, people need Jesus. People are hurting. People are depressed. People are are suffering. People are going through health issues. People are going through financial issues. And during this time that this podcast is being recorded, we are dealing with COVID-19. Some people are out of work. Some people haven't been to work in three weeks. And they worked at a job that, you know, you clocked in. And if you don't clock in, you don't get paid. And so we sit here and, and we, 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 our motives are incorrect. Nobody wants to be a part of a ministry where your motives are incorrect. So what? I didn't pronounce the word correctly. They just want to hear the word. So what? It doesn't matter how many degrees on my wall. It doesn't matter about that. It's can I get a prayer up? Can I intercede for them? Can I pray for them? Can I um, be there, comfort them? And here's the thing. We get so caught up when people need us. Uh, we just tell them, oh, I pray for you. It might not be prayer they need. They may need a financial blessing. Come on, somebody. It's always, oh, we'll pray for you. I'm praying for you. No, I can pray for myself. Right now, I need $20 to, to feed my children. Right now, I need $20 to get the gas, to get gas to go to work. Right now, I need $20 just to, to pay for my son's lunch at school. I don't need you praying for me. I need a financial blessing. Right now, I don't need you praying for me. Can you come pick me up so I can go to the grocery store? But it's always we're praying for you. I'm praying for you, sis. I'm praying that. And I am so frustrated with people in ministry making it all about themselves and, and what we got on and what we wear. And here's the other thing. So many people, you have to be cautious. They get in these little cliques. You know, um, well, you know, I, 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 I only want you to be on my platform because you got 5,000 followers. Okay. So they got 5,000 5, followers, but they don't have no fire from the Lord. Come on. You got 15,000 followers, but there's no anointing. Jesus Christ. And so you, we, we put on this, you know, because uh, I don't speak in tongues all the time or, or because, you know, and some people don't like the fact that, you know, you're not. It doesn't. That's not always needed. The, the Holy Spirit will give you utterance when it's time for that. Sometimes people need you to talk in English. Girl, come on here. Let's get yourself together. Man, look, you need to mount up, man. You got to get yourself together. They don't need all this shabba ba ba and they don't need all slapped all on them all the time. They don't need that. They need an encouraging word. They need you to listen. They need a listening ear. They don't always need you. They don't need all of that. Sometimes they just need you to listen. They don't need all of that. They're not looking for that. What can you do for them right then? Because they about to jump off this bridge. And, and they right now, speaking in tongues is not what they need. And they, if they get ready to commit suicide, that's not what they need. They need right now. 
Right now, the single dad with the three kids, he don't need to hear, well, I'm going to pray. Let's pray for He don't need that. He needs you to know, say, okay, I'm let me go get you some groceries. I'm going to give you a bottle card. I'm going to get you a $100 card so you can go get some groceries. The single mama don't need to hear, girl, let me just pray for you. No, she needs you to know, can you pick her kids up while she go work at her second job? They don't need that. And what are your motives in ministry? So many people have gotten ministry so backwards. If it's not the platform, it's not you on this. And if you're not on this, and you know, if your, your picture is not on the flyer, you feel like that's not ministry. Well, child, I come to tell you, bye, Felicia. Because your face can be on a flyer, but you don't have no fire for the Lord. Good. I just said something. Your face can be on the flyer, but you don't have no fire for God. God, Jesus. Your accolades can be on the flyer, but there's no anointing. Woo, God. I'm trying to help somebody. And it is time out for that. I could care less. I have I have three master's degrees. You will never hear me bring that up. It doesn't matter. Can Edwina lift up a prayer? Can she, can God, Lord have mercy, can she get a prayer after God? Can she intercede? And we got so many people just running around here. I, and I, I know them and I'm on their platform and I'm on this and I want to do that. That's not what people need right now. People are hurting. People are losing family members due to this coronavirus. People are not waking up out of their sleep. Young, old, it doesn't matter. This coronavirus is not discriminating. But yet we sitting here worried about a platform. And we worried about if my picture is going to be on, on the person's ministry with the 15,000 followers. Lord have mercy. Jesus didn't have followers. He had disciples. I'm trying to help somebody. This generation don't, they not concerned with that. They need a word. And I thank God that he gave me hashtag there is a word because I got a word because there was a time in my life I needed a word. There was a time in my life I didn't need somebody speaking in tongues. There was a time in my life I didn't need somebody praying for me. I needed money to buy my medicine. There was a time I couldn't even buy my hypertension medicine. I couldn't. Because at the time, the medicine that I was on, my insurance was like, I'm not covering all of it. So it was still $30 after with insurance because my blood pressure was so out of control. I can remember one time needing my medicine ran out five days before I got paid. I can remember writing the check, Lord have mercy, writing the check at the bylaws to get $25 over until I got paid. Because back then, it could take a check at bylaws. See, I had calculated. It could take a check from bylaws seven days to clear. So I knew I had seven days to, to get some cash. I knew I had seven days to get um to, 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 to get me over. And we are so busy with what we wearing on. If I got my eyelashes on, if I got my face beat, if I if I, if my necktie got the polka dots, when my happy socks got the triangles, we're so busy worrying about that, and people's souls are dying. So, what is your motive for your ministry? What is your motive? What are you doing? What is your evangelism about? 
Or it doesn't, you do not have to be behind a pulpit. Pulpit is not where ministry begins. It is not. Ministry is all around us. Let me tell you this. So, um, I had been concerned about my neighbor. I had not seen her. Her car had not moved in at her yard. That was not like her. So I told my son <clears throat> about this. And I said, um, I said, you know, I haven't seen her. I'm really concerned. And so I began to pray, God, please, you know, if something has happened, let us, let the neighbor somehow find out, um, or God reveal to us, God, just let us know that she's okay. Well, on Friday, um, my son and I had talked about this on a Wednesday and on that Friday we saw her and my son was outside and he ran in the house. He's like, mom, she's out here now. So I ran out. I dropped, literally dropped what I was doing. And, you know, because of the social distance, I kind of screamed. I said, are you okay? I said, I haven't seen you. She said, well, I just been stuck in the house. She said, my job was furloughed for two weeks. I, I just, you know, she said, I just had a lot going on. And then she said, then I got furloughed another week. And she's like, I just, you know, just been to myself. I said, well, I've been praying for you because I wondered what, what was going on. I said, well, um, what are you getting ready to do? She said, well, I'm getting ready to go to Sam's to buy some groceries and stuff. I said, do you have a mask? She said, no. I said, do you have gloves? She said, no. I said, I'll tell you what, you stay here. I'm going to give you a glad, uh, uh, a mask and give you some gloves. And she said, for real? I said, yes, you do not need to go out like this. You've been in your house for three weeks and bam, now you're getting ready to go out. You you know, your body is vulnerable to whatever we, we're dealing with. So I gave it there and I said, do you have some cleaning products and stuff? I said, because um, I just left a particular store and they were stocking it up. And I said, I bought some and then my, I sent my son. She's like, no. So, you know, I gave her that. And so my point to telling you all of this is ministry is everywhere. It wasn't Reverend Edwina Perrin behind a pulpit. It was Edwina, the neighbor, helping another neighbor out. She will never know to this day that I only had two masks left. I gave her one. I have one mask left. She will never know that. Because guess what? One of my spiritual sisters blessed me. She said, oh, I'm going to drop you two masks in the mail. We have ministry is everywhere. And when you do what God asks you to do, then he'll send a, a blessing another way. So here my spiritual sister's making two masks and these are the washable kinds. So now all we got to do is wear them out and then come home and wash them. Lord have mercy. And I just want us, what is your ministry? What is your motive in your ministry? What is your motive in your ministry? It's too often, it is too often that we are running around here um, just want our names on the wall, want our names on the picture, want our uh, picture on the flyer, want them to call our name, want to be up there, want to be the last. I, I'm going to be the last. I want to close it out so you can be a scene. And that's not of God. We got to check our motives when it comes to ministry. People are dying. People are hurting. If we want to see uh, the scripture uh, in 2 Chronicles, um, 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if we want to see that scripture fulfilled, then we, we got to humble ourselves. We, we got to stop, stop this. And, 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 you know, we if we want to see the land heal, we, we got to get some humility about ourselves. 
And if we want to see that, because see, Second Chronicles um, 7 and 14 says this right here. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I heal here from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal the land, their land. Listen to what he said, their land. So if we want to see all those things, we got to humble ourselves. Um, we got to humble ourselves by admitting our sins. We got to pray to God and ask for forgiveness. We got to seek God continually. We got to turn from our sinful behavior. And uh, true repentance is more than talk. True repentance is more than talk. It's a changed behavior. So whether we see it individually as a group or as a nation, we got to follow these steps to receive the forgiveness. God will answer our prayers earnestly if we do these things. So again, my question is this. What are your motives? What's your motives for ministry? What are your motives for ministry? Again, this is your Reverend Edwina Perrin with hashtag there is a word podcast. I thank you for stopping by here. Uh, I am the founder of CEO of Dividing God Ministries. This is a global ministry empowered to teach believers how to strengthen their prayer life and to fill their arsenal, spiritual arsenal, with scriptures and prayers to combat the enemy. That's what we are here for. That's why I want to be raw. We can't combat the enemy if we're wearing a mask. So that's why I wanted to be raw in this conversation. Listen, you can follow me um, on Instagram at Divining God, Twitter at Divining God. I have a Facebook page at Divining God and my YouTube channel, Divining God Ministries YouTube channel. You can follow me on all of those platforms. Please invite someone. Please invite someone. I greatly appreciate all my listeners. I greatly appreciate you. I, I greatly appreciate um, you supporting me. Without you, your support, there would not be a hashtag. There's a word podcast. So I love you all. And until next time, hashtag there is a word. <laughs>